is really hard. <laughs> I you launch into like what this is. Yeah, I feel like I've I don't know, and I, I, I I'm I'm not trusting my own instincts for like gear or anything like that today. So it's. Man, I feel bad for shitting on Jamie all the times we, we've done that for him being Daddy Admin, but man, really makes it makes it easier. Do some admin. Oh, so hi, this is your you good your you buds, your pals, your boys from the even worst idea of all time. It's not all of us, as you might have figured out. Jamie's not here. Um. He, he well, I don't know. He he had a funeral, but then uh, presumably that wasn't today. But I don't know either way. It's been a bit of a mission getting this, getting to this watch. The last one was two weeks ago, and uh, we have tried, but it's been hard. I'll just clarify that when Alistair says Jamie had a funeral, not his own, uh, and it does need to be said because because. You, 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 he's not here, is he? You're not hearing his voice. And if Ellis is mentioning the funeral that he was having, not nearly the part. Ellis is off my. I feel like you'd pick him up because I feel like talking that distance way. You do pick him up, but it feels like you're in a distant room. Let's do a little, not not a sketch, but um, I'm going to talk and you're going to talk and we're going to test. Like, hello, hello. Sound, see that? Look at check, check that audio fidelity. If you're listening to this on a bus and it's like, sounds like they are in a room and we are in a room, and that's the magic of fucking podcasting. We're in a room, you're in wherever we're talking to you. And why, what right, what possible right do we have to talk to you? Well, I also said the name of the podcast, and the reason it's such a bad idea is because we watch, um, well, at the moment we're watching Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 and we're, we're on a mission to do it 52 times. So what we're really, what we're really, what, what my vision is, what my sort of thesis statement is, and Alistair could disagree if he, if he wants. It would feel like a real knife in the back because he did agree with me uh, before we recorded, but uh, he is a slippery little snake. Um I'd be really keen to dig into the movie because I think it's fair to say that lately it's been incredibly hard for us to talk about it. And I'm not going to make apologies for that. This is a, a, a brutal slog of a movie and it is great to talk about other stuff. We're friends. We love to talk about fun stuff. But it's like, you know, if this is, if we can really call ourselves a, a Twilight based podcast, we've really got to prove that we know our stuff. Yeah, like the names of all the characters and all that sort of stuff. Um, God, it has been bloody difficult though to I don't know like engage with the film recently I feel like a level of I mean even just even just just watching it as I, I kind of I don't know alluded to before has felt so fucking like painful and awful and overwhelming and just like at a level where I think maybe in like I don't know the early 40s maybe of, of last last season when we were doing Bad Mums 2 there was like there were times when it was like no I really really don't want to do this but even even then I feel like it's it's been worse for Twilight like just this I don't know the, the prospect of of leaving the house to go and watch Twilight has has I don't know I feel like I feel like the film has beaten me in the last week out of all the times that I kind of put off watching it with you uh, 
And I don't know, yeah, that's a, I guess a, a slightly interesting position to be in. Um, <clears throat> I think a thing that um, would really help us, a, a good little backbone for our Bad Mothers 2 podcast, was when we were able to delve into this world and the characters and the crazy happenings of Mahui's Bar and Grill, and it feels like that is something we have really struggled with this time because it's so barren. I think also it was at my house a lot more. <laughs> it really helped. So <laughs> true, as as we were saying in a despondent way, as the final moments of the movie played out, walking to Jamie's house on often on a lovely like Sunday morning is a real fucking dispiriting experience. It is an absolute blow to the feelings gland and um, absolute punch in the face. And and I feel rotten doing it and leaving Jamie's house. It feels like I've done a war crime and. Um, the the, 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 the the morally it will stick with me even if the authorities can't really prosecute so the thing is we've got to we've got to we've got to talk about this universe so Emmett we discussed during the movie real real big on masturbation we decided and look again I'm not apologizing for going down the the low road all right people do it all right I'm not being filthy I'm not going oh comedy is masturbation he just loves to fucking go for it all right if you watch the the scene where he does an arm wrestle with Bella the facial expressions he's doing there including the look of horror towards the end that is you know uh, picture perfect his experience of of absolutely going to town and pounding the venom out of his uh, his his magic wand. Yeah, that man's uh, mixing batches five times a day. Tell me a thing about the characters we don't know. Fucking animal. Um, oh, fuck, I have nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, was there any we talked about watching the movie? Because I feel I, I actually came up with that piece of gear about Emmett <laughs> masturbating, and Oliver stole it right out from under me, which, you know, fair dues. Um I think you, you you did a good job with it and all, but to then turn around and say, "Yeah, no, you do one," <laughs> that was uh, that was low. That was pretty low. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. What you're telling me is you've got nothing. Yeah? <laughs> That's good. Too good. Have on record. St- still nothing because I'm giving you time just by speaking right here. It's giving you a lot of time to come up with some. I'm trying really hard. I'm just I'm just not getting there. <clears throat> this week at work, I was messaging the chat about um i think that charlie's wife or girlfriend in this movie is a um she's fallen out of time she's from the f 500 ad and she's part of a sort of sect she's she's part of this this mystical celtic sect and him saying woman knows her trout is a trigger phrase to stop her talking about bloody bloody uh, you know leather tanning techniques for a good half an hour she's she's it is a miracle that she is interacting in this modern world so the few phrases we heard have been taught to her by charlie over a period of years um but she is still absolutely out of her time zone um speaking a whole a language we would not understand um um and and and, and she is she is she loves her runes she loves her runes uh she she managed she found out about cans of beer at uh, 11 o'clock in the morning on her own and uh, I ca- came at that one with gusto yeah. god bless her um, I still don't have any good character details I'm right. afraid okay, it's, it's a classic situation of the, the harder you try to think about it the what more if I gave you a character? elusive it becomes I'm going to say tell me something about Caius Caius? 
Oh boy, Caius. He's the one with the face like a slapped ass. Mm. Uh, some say. Um, really, really scared of snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like to an outrageous degree, where if he sees one, he just screams girlishly and like shits himself. Wow. And fucking jumps up a tree and because he's a vampire he can like literally jump to the top of trees but it's pretty embarrassing it's definitely cost him cost him social capital before um he really loves he really warrior worships at the shrine of saint patrick who drove the snakes from ireland mm. and he says i wish i were around to give him a little kissy kissy yeah. because his attitude towards snakes he's really patrick's day too Oh, on St. Patrick's Day, if he sees a snake, he will be livid. He says, this is not what St. Patrick fought and possibly died for. <laughs> this, this, this celebration is being ruined. I'm trying to have some Guinness, and now I'm jumping up, shitting myself. This is a disaster. I've got to leave Mahui's Irish Pub and Grill because I've, I've done a poos. So thanks for bringing the snake in, and that's a real dialogue. Now... Uh, how 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 do you think Edward and Jacob would vote in the New Zealand general election? That's a good question. Mm. They're like, I think probably Jacob would be. <laughs> like, I don't know. I kind of want to deride Jacob, but I could see him being, you know, like. Kind of a pretty solid Greens voter. Um, I don't know. I think he's horny for nature. I, I think he, he pretty seems pretty horny for nature, and he's kind of um, on that like lower socioeconomic end of things. So I don't think he's going to be like a big, big time like I don't know Nat or uh, Act Act supporter or anything. If you're listening overseas, these these ones he's talking about are broadly right wing. The Greens, as the name implies, they love their greenery, um, but also being broadly sort of socialist in nature. And we've just had a general election, so uh, I'm sorry for getting, getting you know bringing in-house politics in here. Oh, mate, we always bring in-house politics. In. We do a bit, and all this week I've been working for the election, so I've not been allowed to publicly express things. So I've been fucking boiling to get some red-hot content. So all I need to say is, I, think we I love politics. We did, yeah. and we thought we, we thought, oh, blimmin' heck, all all of the country's voting for the national party. This is goodness me, what's going to happen? And then look, things change, you know. The the old adage, they go, politics, anything, a day in politics is a big, a big day. Every, <laughs> it's all, all going, a lot of moving parts, a lot, a lot of things happening. So they always say that, and I think we can really reflect on that today. Because we're talking today, but who knows what will happen tomorrow. Kaha, keep your eyes open. Look out for the future. Let's never get complacent. Because politics is going to come and fucking get you. It's going to stick a knife right in your back. You think you trust politics? Oh, boy. You need a stockpile of ammunition. You're going to need canned food. You're going to need a generator. You're going to need enough fresh water for at least three months. Alistair Armstrong there. Uh, in the voice of four or five of the the um, 
the list MPs for the ACT Party. Okay, so we're going to really dig into the movie. We've had some free time. We've had some free time. We've had some absolutely banging free time. And that was actually related to the movie somewhat because we, we linked it to Twilight. We, we know how to podcast. We, 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 we know how to do a segment. Here's a segment. My Shining Light, the favourite thing about the movie. I really loved, I really loved the glee that Rosalie, and I, this time the whole way through I knew her name. I knew that one is Rosalie. I tracked her journey. And it was an inspiring journey for me this week because the, My Shining Light is her absolute glee at the at Jacob's um, complicated feelings for Renesmee and um, her delight at that the whole thing happening, but also the knowledge that Edward is going to be absolutely livid and she is grinning and you know because because there's the contrast she's next to Esme who's like oh dear I'm a bit um, anything could happen Edward calm down and she's like yes 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 this has really livened up my day being Rosalie is tricky you know a lot of people don't know who I am but but, <laughs> but this situation is is what every girl dreams of so it was it was a lovely um tour de force there that was that was good um yeah you know what this is Bit of a, a bit of a break from the usual format, but I'm just going to go right ahead and say I was Team Rosalie this week. Mm. I think she she came through with her I don't know two lines of dialogue. <laughs> but um, my shining light was the scene where Edward is being electrocuted repeatedly, um, and he kind of gets a look of kind of it's not quite disgust, it's not quite fear. It's just a, a look that really expresses how unpleasant it is to be electrocuted repeatedly. <laughs> Don't we all bloody know that look from, from hard personal experience? Getting electrocuted repeatedly, a real pain. I, I think so. I think that's something we can all relate to. Um, less so these days since I got rid of my heater but yes <laughs> um anyway i don't know I, I i i liked that look from him i thought that was kind of a good bit of acting i think that's probably how rob patterson felt most of the time filming this um and it just looked like for a second he was kind of letting it out and at, at that point i felt pretty similar so it was nice to see a, a little piece of myself on the silver screen well it was kind of black and reflective but you've all seen screens before uh, what? What? Did you, I don't know. Do you have any other? Do you want to go through the rest of the segments now, or kind of see if we come to them naturally in time? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really have anything for him. So, yeah, that's that's a. No, I don't want to do Neither. We'll do that later. I was about to launch into the sort of fact fans there. I was about to listen and so look, what is going on? Everything's going on this week. It's all happening. It's all really happening. Arrow's still great. Still Michael Sheen doing his great stuff. Um, if I was less tired, I'd think of some pun related to like the Sheen of like oh he's. Shine, but as I say, I can't quite think of that. But there's something there. Sheen. We'll bookmark that one for later. Yeah. Circle back to it. Um. Yeah, Alistair's actually written some good gear for that. So in about a minute, he's gonna wow all the listeners with some real hot content. There as a as a real apology for letting people down so badly. Just <laughs> just a bit earlier in the podcast. Um. 
I don't know. It was uh, it was probably in my top ten watches, which is really concerning, given that I didn't really love really love the time I had this week. But I think it's a movie that you can cocoon yourself in for little parts. There's a part where it gets dark, and it's like they're having a campfire and they're getting ready and they're having a chat, and it's like I can just get lost in this. I can just turn my brain off and just go. This is I'm watching something that's giving me something and I feel like I'm feeling something but then it it, it keeps changing on you there's no there's no way you can really just sit you know bunker down and settle into a a mode of enjoyment you've got to keep on your toes and keep changing and dealing with what it's throwing at you you can't you know you can't use that same feeling when they go into the battle scene you've got to change your mindset and it's a real absolute I've got minor whiplash from all the you know having to flip flop uh, from all these tones and it's like I felt lost at sea when when Michael Sheen would do something good on set they'd say Sheen on you crazy diamond and that was a bit of a running gag among the cast and crew I'm here today with Alistair Armstrong, noted music scientist. Alistair, a lot of people are saying that it's possible that Shine On You Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd is the longest longest song of all time. Is there any truth to this, this claim? That is uh, entirely correct, yeah. It's over 17 minutes long, so... Um I, for one, cannot imagine a song being any longer than that. I think I think most people would probably agree that that's probably about it as far as songs go. Right. Okay. Because cause I was listening to the radio the other day and I heard uh, Paparazzi by Lady Gaga and I thought, this could be the longest song ever. And it ended at about four minutes in. Yeah. Because once I realised it was a little bit longer than Poker Face, the previous record holder in, in my mind... I was thinking well, we could do it. We could really go the distance, but then there was a fade out, and it was like great song. But I was really, really gunning for you then. So then to hear about this new record by the Pink Floyd, it is it is quite the find. Would would you say? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, it's definitely changing what we thought we knew about music, what we thought we knew about how long songs could be, um, and even what we thought we knew about numbers. Okay. Um, but what uh, the current hypothesis is that it's a bit like, you know how spiders can only get to a certain size or they just kind of get crushed under their own body weight? It's basically a bit like that. Um, <laughs> essentially, after, after a certain point, the song simply... Uh, simply stops working it degrades into a cacophony of noises and then um all the musicians go insane so yeah we think basically this is it's unlikely that we're going to be finding any new longer songs right this is this is probably it right so you think the rumors that scientists are working on a a 20 minute song is even if they are it is just not going to come to fruition you know Oh, frankly, it's preposterous. I think that's just headline grabbing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it's. Uh, I think I think it's quite cheap. It's quite a cheap play for uh, attention and, and funding. Yeah, it's a pipe dream of madmen. But um, look, I and my children uh, often often gather together of an evening after our prayers, and we we go. I fervently hope, my family, that one day there will be a, a short, a very short song. I'm thinking under a minute. I'm thinking. Uh, I mean, well, what you could do is you could 
put it between two longer songs and just a real like real nice little palate cleanser just a few twinkles and it's like surely you can just wrap that up and it's like why can't we make that happen like you sit here and you go oh all songs should be about three minutes to five yeah why Right, I understand. Look, I don't want to attack you. Where the interview is drawing to a close, but um, you know, I understand what you're saying about longer songs. But it's like, honestly, that the fact that we can't have shorter songs seems like fucking, uh, you know, not blue sky thinking. It's like outside the fucking box, mate. What, what do you have to say to that? Well, uh, my my field of expertise is in how long songs can be, not how short songs can be. For that, you'd want a um, a short song scientist, but uh. Well, I mean, once again, you're just kind of running into natural limitations on how short a song can be. If it's if it's getting under a minute, it's simply going to fade out of existence quite soon and stop being. And then a certain number of universal fundamental laws would break and God would descend from the heavens in his wrath and drown the world. Alistair Armstrong there, CEO of big radio thanks for ruining the hopes and dreams of children everywhere good night so i think i think the werewolves this time really really stuck out to me a lot of the time i forget that they're a thing um you you were like oh they're about to collide into jacob and then they collided into jacob and i thought i haven't seen them collide into jacob it's like this they're always at it they look pretty good they look pretty good they're pretty good um sleek uh-huh. Uh, live. Um, I don't know how you say it in English. Horny. Real, sorry, horny wolves. <laughs> uh, I think these wolves are hot to fuck, and I think they're not afraid to get what they want. Um, in a in a in a consensual way, but they are really putting themselves forward. They're going out there. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, I, was, I thought it was really really odd the other day when I was swiping away on Tinder and in a row there were, there were five slightly different coloured CGI wolves. Um, but, but, but then I thought, no, hang on, who am I? Who am I to try to limit the wolves' dating lives? I'm not personally interested myself. I thought I'd protect, you know, interested in women, men. I, I, take, I said, not wolves. I did a special write-in poll. And I said, I'm really not interested in any wolves. And I still showed up. And I thought, actually, real horny. Real horny. And why not? Your thoughts on this? I want to take it that you fucked these wolves. <laughs> and if so, yeah, they uh, have their numbers. No, look. I thought the film was really bad and I'd quite like to kind of dig into some of the way I don't know I, I'm never I'm never sure how much of all these things I've said before on the podcast but I was really really getting pissed off about how fucking underdeveloped Renesmee is as a character given that she's kind of I don't know the film is built around her and she has six lines of dialogue one of which is just Jacob uh I mean, none of them are longer than a sentence. It's, it's yeah. Um, oh yeah. Also, unrelated, but the, they they drive all the way from Washington to Alaska to go and see. This was something we noticed 
um, or like made the connection on this watch is that they just turn up in Denali. The Oliver's uh, presumably about to like get up maybe the, the the distance between between Forks and Denali, but fucking long way to drive. Jesus, they just they just rock up. Um, and we know it's their car. We thought initially, what if they hopped on a plane and go to rental? No, no, no. Alistair looked out, and and they've got a, a Volvo. Yeah, it's it's Bella's. Yeah, Bella's Volvo. So whoa, presumably, whoa, whoa, whoa. This, is, this is this is a PG rated podcast here, man. <laughs> hey, nice. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I was kind of wondering what that what that road trip was like because I feel like um, I feel like the vibes would be quite bad. I just, I just don't see. I mean, it's the Edward and Jacob factor. The Edward and Jacob factor, but also, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, it's so like for one thing, it's really awkward kind of hanging out with two people who don't really like each other, but you're friends with both of them. So I feel like that's going to be putting a lot of strain on, on Bella, to kind of bridge that gap. Um, they've also got like a kid in the car with them, so. I mean, I don't know. It's like she's a weird kid, but still, it's, it's a it's a bummer. You got to assume she's got to stop for like snacks and shit. You know, like kids can't just sit there for ten hours of driving. They're not made for it. The vampires probably can. <clears throat> so I don't know how they find their way, but uh, Google cannot calculate directions from Forks, Washington to Denali, Alaska. I see it on the map. There's a beautiful ridge of snow. We're looking at we we we're both we're pretty coastal with both of these places. Like it's like it's feasible when you see them, but apparently there are no roads, or the roads stop somewhere. And it's like I'm sure you can get there, but Google's like, mate, there is no easy way to do this. It's oh. just such a fucking vast distance. I mean, that's like right through like, British Columbia. Basically driving like down the length of the US, the length of the US, the North North America. This is potentially market projection, but. It's 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 equivalent to them driving to Guatemala or Mexico City. Just just off the top of our heads, like that that's the sort of distance we're talking from from it's Forks, fun. Washington. So, and we're no Australian experts. That's like weeks, probably. Is what what were they doing on this weeks long road trip that we just don't get to see? Well, that's exactly, and that would have given us time to see the the growth of this Renesme character. Yeah. I'm sure she most of her life was at that point spent in that car. <laughs> that is what she expects life is. Through the night, oh, they're not going to get tired. They're not going to have to sleep. And I will credit this to Alistair uh, because it's not like a, a decent comedy bit. It's just an observation that like anyone could have made. Um, but Alistair said in a fairly duncey way during the movie he also <laughs> commented that um, you know the werewolves have a r- real problem with the vampire's smell and vice versa it's like imagine being cooped up in there with the smell that, that in the fresh air you're like whoa you, you bloody whiff so being being cooped up in there I've been on a plane. There are, there are crazy smells. Yeah. Although you sort of get used to them, don't you? And then it's like the... It's there, but it's never entirely comfortable. Especially when it's like... When it's quite strong body odour, which I, I think is kind of the implication of what, what the wolves smell like. But, God. Anyway, but I think it would be kind of fun to reimagine this as just a road trip movie. I think I think you could probably... <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's 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 potential there. That's what Midnight Sun should have been, rather than Edward's experiences during the first Twilight thing. It's like, what happened in that car? 
that's where things written away I, I, I'd hate that I'd hate to read that but it's like uh, it's really awful but it'd be a great short film from a from a Twilight fan and it's like you could really like a like a antics well it'd be a bottle episode you know it's like this um you could really dig into some of the you know some of the weird themes and like because people have a lot of critiques of this movie from all sorts of different angles I don't know you could you could view it from one lens and go real hard on that and it's like really dig into this weird Jacob stuff or, or the relationship between it but anything could happen it's this capsule in the middle of nowhere driving to to um to 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 Denali Denali what would be also pretty good driving away even if they're not going to show the thing you know it'd be fun to have the car roll up and it's got all this evidence of <laughs> crazy antics you know like they've got they've got a big dent in it one of the headlights is out there's kind of confetti yeah over the seat and flags saying I went to Kluan National Park and Reserve and all I got was this lousy flag um, or Chugak National Forest absolutely beautiful the wonders of the world out there it's it's real cold you walk through and the trees are dusted with snow and you go ooh that's like like they're dusted with icing sugar and then it's like well the analogy isn't that magical snow's like cooler icing sugar is the, the worst version of that and then it's like oh, fuck the life we live isn't it the world we're in everything is so sometimes things get so crazy there's so much conflict out there <laughs> yeah if, if people could just agree on snow and its exact relationship to icing sugar or um you know, what else does snow look like? Cocaine. Cocaine. Alistair said cocaine off mic, but um, if you didn't hear me, if you didn't... Well, that's just... I mean, all, all, I guess all white powders, you know, s- several of them. Don't need to list them all, but flour. Baking soda. Baking soda. Baking powder. Baking powder. Uh, anthrax. And the rest. I want to. I want to really praise us. I want to really, uh, if no one else is going to do it, I want to really say good on. <laughs> We've got some fans. Shout out to Holly from Australia. Um, we've got we've got and others that sounds like we've only got that one fan we've got Luke from New Zealand <laughs> no look there are some people in America whose names I don't know but I will find you <laughs> um, look I think we've done a really good job it's been tricky but what we've done is we have talked about the movie and look we've had a few zany slash wacky sidesteps and misadventures but isn't that just podcasting this frivolous fucking self-absorbed bullshit that we do talking into a microphone on a goddamn Sunday night but look we're all gonna die not me Alistair's not gonna die (laughs) would you do you have any final words to the listeners not final pre-death because that's not gonna happen uh I'd just like to say Sorry, I couldn't think of a good bit before. <laughs> it's been a long day. I'm sure the listeners will agree. You've done several good bits in the past. 
there is every chance you do some good bits in the future. I think I think it's it's also fair to say that they're tailing off in general, not just you. We are we are on a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Our humor genes are drying up. They have not been watered in a very long time. It does feel like it's getting harder and harder to milk this movie for any comedy. I mean, obviously that's inevitable, but like we're not even halfway through. And I really feel like the well is running dry. I feel like we're like just I feel like we're digging in the hard ground and we're just seeing like a trickle of muddy water and that's it and we know we've got to live off that. We watched it in Oliver's bed this time. That was something I wanted to talk about. I feel like that was part of the reason why it was a relatively gentle watch compared to how it could have been, given given our kind of, you know, tired and worn down states. But, you know, we were, we were both cuddled up in bed and I think it was... That added a layer of, of emotional protection. That's my analysis. Still a pretty bad movie, though. Any interesting things the characters might be doing? In bed? Oh, yeah, mate. Uh, Emmett, for instance, sneezes. He sneezes? Yeah, constantly, while he's fucking. Uh, It's pretty off-putting. Sounds like a real pale imitation of my great Emmett masturbating gear. Um, Thank you very much. Climax, but... Oh, well. well, he sneezes at the moment of climax. Yeah, just really loudly, and he often he always sprays Rosalie with like venom. That's <laughs> the only that's the only substance in vampire's yeah, body. Jesus Christ! It's a gross ad. Okay. Sex Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with that as a final contribution. I think Alistair's really really pulled through there, and I think uh, good good luck to everyone out there. Good luck to Jamie. Hello, we see you. We 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 see you. And we'll play. A, you'll hear a song after this, and then we'll be gone. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. Yeah.